Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. I'm your host, Lucky. And today we're going back to the men's mental health subreddit. But before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits that have anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new. But I am by no means a professional, so feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. So um, today I'm in a little bit of a rush, guys, so I do apologize. No rant. I know, guys. No rant. Maybe I should rant about how I have no rant. No. Um, Obviously, the men's mental health uh, subreddit is really uh, an important one to me, especially, you know, being male. Um, but it's it's also one of those things that I think a lot of people tend to overlook. And, you know, I'm not going to... Oh, I'm ranting right now. I just realized that. But I, I just wanted to preface this. Um, I, I do think that it's getting a lot better. But I think we also have to realize that men and... Um, a lot, well, you probably have to look at it more of it at an individual level, but in general, men need to kind of um, be shown that they have self-worth um, and women need to know that they're loved um, at a very basic level. And that's going to change, obviously, with different people, uh, at least from studies that I've seen and mostly just from anecdotal uh, evidence, you know, by studies that I've seen, I think I saw like one or two. So I'm not going to say like this is widely known and this is uh, absolutely objective. No, obviously you'd have to look at each individual person. And of course, each person is going to need a little bit of both of those things as well. Um, but I'll, I'll just say from my perspective, how about that? Instead of just, you know, saying these studies I can't find anymore. And, you know, that I looked at like a couple of years ago. Um, instead, I'll just tell you about my, so one of the things that I was always told is, Hey, you're perfect the way you are. You're, you're great. You're this, um, you know, and I, I wasn't, I, it, my inner reality was not reflecting what they were telling me, you know, um, actually my reality in general was not reflecting what they were telling me. I'm perfect. Well, why do I feel this way? You know, um, just, um, just by definition, that doesn't sound right. Um, you're fine just the way you are. Well, th so that means there's no improvements to make, you know, and by the way, I know we're getting into, um, we're getting into semantics and I get that. But at the same time, when you tell somebody something in the, uh, when they're in a bad place, well, guess what? Semantics is all they have to hold on to at that point. So, um, you know, I, I'm sorry when, when you're, when you're trying to cheer them up, right. When you're talking to them, well, semantics are words, right? So, <laughs> excuse me. Um, you're going to have to, uh, make sure you be careful what you tell people. So, um, if you are uh, dealing with somebody who is, especially a man who is um, having a rough time about it, then uh, having a, a rough about it, uh, wait, what's the term? Having a rough time, just having a rough time in general. How about that? Um, then you might want to ask him, you know, hey, what what is it that you want to do? You know, what are things that you want to do? Um, you know, you don't have to be super blunt with them or anything like that. But I think that, you know, I, I just wish that I had a little bit more of that instead. And I did have some of that. I had some of that, you know, from my brother, from like certain males in my life that were um, that would kind of ask me, like, you know, what what's your you know, you're saying that you you want to do this. But what, what's stopping you? Right. Then all of a sudden I had to like bring up the excuse list. Well, actually, I got an appointment on Monday. I got to, you know, that kind of stuff. So. Excuse me, I had a cough real quick. But anyway, why don't we go into the first post that talks about uh, the pressures of being a man, which it is called Pressure of Being a Man. By the way, I will have a link to the men's mental health subreddit in the info box if you guys want to check that out. Um, it's hard being a provider. I do, my, I do my very best, but can't seem to do enough. 
She tells me I should focus on myself more, but the moment I miss a house chore or she feels like I haven't put an effort in on dates, despite hosting her grandmother for a very for a very last minute visit the last weekend, doing a pumpkin patch the weekend before, and let her tag along on a fancy work trip before that, not to mention some level of financial support. Shout out to all the men working hard to do their best. Let's keep each other up. Yeah, so um <clears throat> Like, especially with being a provider, I think it's important for uh, for women to understand, right, that uh, men like to be, and, you know, this is just for any of the women out there, men love when you tell them that they're doing a good job, right? Now, they don't like it um, as much, you know, when it's like fruit for, oh, you're doing such a good job on not doing anything around the house, right? Obviously, you know, it, it needs to be deserved as well. But, you know, hey... Uh, Hey, is there any way you could take out the trash? You know, they do it. Oh, thank you so much, sweetie. Right. Because there's kind of that innate need to, to protect, to provide. Uh, we, we went to like a men's conference earlier this year and it was all about being a godly man. And, and that was, those were two of the, um, of the, the P they, they had five P's, uh, professor, pr protector, provider. Oh man, I, I can't remember the rest of them, but either way. Really good stuff, but yeah, those are the two ones that I really remember—the protector and the provider. Because those are those are two that I've always had struggles with, like be oh, especially being a provider, right? Um, you know, I don't work the most, you know, I don't make the most money. I and you know, protector, I could probably, you know, that's a little bit easier since I'm a big dude. But, um, but yeah, it's always felt like a lot of pressure. And so, um, you know, if, if you're a woman out there, it might be good to um, understand that, right? To 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 um, understand that there is that kind of pressure. For guys out there, you might want to understand that there is a, <clears throat> excuse me, that there is a, um, that women do need um, pamper, uh, how, how do you say this, pampering, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, they don't like it too, they don't want like too much of it, uh, at least from in my experience, because um, then at some point you get to the point where you're just treating them like a queen, but um, but yeah, listen, dudes love that. They love feeling like a king. They love feeling like the king of the castle and stuff. And I guess basically what I'm trying to say here is if for, um, for this guy, especially, right. Um, you know, just realize that you're doing well. And listen, if you don't feel appreciated, uh, because I don't think you would put, uh, I don't think you'd put this on here. Um, uh, if you don't feel appreciated or you, you feel like, Hey, you know, I could, I could really use a little bit more encouragement in this. I've been dealing with this a lot. I mean, that's where I turn to prayer. Um, but if, you know, if you're not religious, you might want to turn to your family members like, Hey, I really need your help. I really need, uh, it kind of reminds me of like uh, Goku from Dragon Ball Z when he asked for like the energy, you know, for the spirit ball, you know, I need your energy. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, if that is something that is bothering you or, you know, maybe this is just a vent. If that's the case, then you chose the right place. Well, let's go over to the next post. My struggle with mental health. I'm a younger guy who's still figuring out what I want to do with li my life. Um, I've always pushed to be strong and that if I keep my mouth shut and work, I'll be all right. Recently, I've been questioning the way I see myself and finding out that I don't really love myself. I base my validation on the validation of others and attempt to love before I can love myself. I'm struggling with the way I view not only myself, but the constant overthinking of things. Like it kills me because I never can question it to people uh, I overthink about. If anyone has advice, it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, so let me, let me, uh, um, I'm struggling with the way I view not only myself, but the constant overthinking of things. Like it kills me because I can never, because I never can question it to the people I overthink about. Um, so first off, I would just say, and I've always had a problem with this, by the way, very open to debate about this. I, I, I this is just something that I've, um, struggled with. And ever since I've struggled it with it, I've kind of realized, I, I don't think this is the answer, but self-love, I do think that it tends to lead to pride and narcissism. I think self-respect is a much better term. 
Uh, and once again, I know we're getting into semantics, but when we, we are talking about things, a lot of times what we talk about can turn into reality. So you want to be careful with how you are phrasing things to yourself, um, you know, because that little that little um, sh- uh, that little nuance there could be the thing that changes everything. So anyway, uh, so you, you you should replace that with more self-respect, you know. Um, uh, you know, I respect myself so, uh, so I can go to the gym. I respect myself. So, cause if you love yourself, right. Uh, what, what kind of love are we talking about? Right. Cause I, I you'd have to define it a little bit more. I think respect, uh, kind of overshadow, um, encompasses a lot of the things that you need to be doing, uh, instead of love. So just, just my own opinion on the whole thing. Um, but, uh, the constant overthinking of things, I would say, um, have a, uh, have a, um, I, oh man, I forgot what I call it now. I, I feel like I come up with these terms and they're really good. And then I just forget about them. Uh, but I would just say like, um, a, uh, oh man, I know I had a word for this. It would be like a, a term that would, uh, that would stop your thinking. So in my, in my head, I'll give you an example instead of just trying to figure out the semantics. Um, but whenever I'm, I'll give you an example, right? Uh, the, the most recent thing I've been dealing with is lust, right? So whenever I go to the gym and there's a girl, you know, maybe dressed with like yoga pants or something like that, I immediately am, whenever I, I glance over, I'm like, stop, wait a minute. You just looked at that girl, right? I take inventory. I take inventory of what I just saw. In other words, I'm being present. Um, and I'm saying, okay, we can't let that happen again, right? Fool me once, you know, shame on, shame on me, fool me twice, whatever. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's helped me a lot. So I have like a word and it's usually stop. Stop is like the best word to kind of, um, put as like an exposition in there to, to kind of like get you to focus again, to get you to refocus. Um, and yeah, I'll, I'll literally just, uh, obviously you don't want to say it out loud, but I'll just say it in my head, stop. And then that tells me I need to refocus. What am I focusing on right now? Mm, that's not right. I shouldn't be focusing on that. I should be focusing on this. Right. Um, it, it, it works really well, especially with anxiety spirals. Like when I start going down this never ending loop of anxiety, like, oh, I'm a loser. And, you know, if I go out, I'm going to I'm going to make myself look like an idiot, which is going to make me more of a loser. And then if I go out again, I'll make me right. Just this never ending uh, cycle of social anxiety. Instead of that, um, I just kind of stop it. And I do the I do the thing to what, what was the thing that Elliot Hulse said on my YouTube uh, video? Do the thing to, to get the power. Right. You, you don't want to run away from the thing that you are afraid of. You want to um, conquer it because then you will feel empowered instead of running away from it and, and letting the fear uh, overcome you. So, um, so if you're struggling on the way that you view yourself, well, you should ask yourself, well, what can I do to improve? And are we talking about physically? Are we talking about, um, you know, uh, financially? Are we talking about, like, what are we talking about here? You, you might want to... Um, figure out what it is that's important to you. So how is it that you're, um, you're having a, 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 a if, how, how is it that you're uh, not satisfied with yourself? Right. Um, Cause you know, that could just be your body. Or that could just be your mind saying like, Hey, I don't like where we are right now. I feel like we could be going, you know, it would really depend on your own uh, sense of self-worth. It would also depend on how well you know yourself um, and also just some people are, are really good at taking inventory. I know some people aren't, um, which is totally fine. Right. And I think that's why it's so important to have a community because then you have different people with different skills that can tell you, Hey, I, I don't think you're, I, I don't think this is, this is a, 
good look for you. I think maybe, you know, I, there, there are people like that at my church where they know they, they like, I don't know if you ever had these people, but they, they know what you're good at. Like they can immediately tell, Oh, you're a really good talker. Oh, you're really good at this. And they just immediately tell you what you can do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, either way, um, you should, you should take inventory of, of a hierarchy of things. So what is it that you're not satisfied with? And what's the, what's the most, what's the thing that you're most unsatisfied with? Uh, you know, and if it's something like really, really big, like, oh, I don't like my career or something like that. Um, then obviously, you know, I would, I would say to try and work on it. Um, you know, obviously if you need this career for something, then try and go to the next thing, try to go to the next thing, try to, you know, keep going until you can actually uh, accomplish one of these things. Once you accomplish one of these things, you can work up and up and up. So in other words, start at the top, see what, see if you can get rid of this, this, I would call it like a root fear, but uh, the, 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 the worst fear that you have right now. Oh man. I'll give you an example with, with mine. Right. Um, my worst fear right now is, um, yeah, actually I don't have too many fears if I'm being, I, I hate to say that, but I, I, I actually I'll, I'll get, I'll be honest with you guys. So there's a podcast that I want to discontinue right now. Um, and so my fear is that I'm going to lose a friend in the, in the process. Right. So instead, so I'm like, all right, I do need to, to cover this at some point. So um, what can I do in the meantime, right? You know, start, you know, keep working on myself, continue doing the podcast and, and then, you know, and continue to be honest with my friend, right. Um, about the podcast, you know, I don't like where this is going. It, 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 it conflicts with my Christianity, uh, and it can, it just conflicts with my beliefs in general. So, you know, it, it's good to kind of figure out what that, what that top one is. So, right. I, I that's something I have to do cause I want to do it by the end of the year. So, you know, I prioritized it. But it, listen, once again, if it's something that is is unchanging, then you accept what it is, uh, or it can't change right now. Then you accept for accept it for what it is, and you go down. Like, okay, so what can I change? What can I change? And that's really what's important is is figuring out what you can change. I feel like that might be a better uh, piece of advice instead of looking at it like the hierarchy of of um, priorities. Yeah, look at what you can change. Um, you know, you can change yourself. You can change. So if you're unsatisfied with something about yourself you know, uh, see what you can change, right? Um, instead of looking at all the things you can't. So, you know, if you're short, sorry, that's kind of, that's what you're born with. It's, you know, I don't think there's any surgeries right now that'll make that change. If there is, I mean, you know, you do you, right? Um, but yeah, ultimately you want to try and figure out what, um, what you can change and work out, work yourself up from, uh, work your way up from there. Uh, and let's do one more here. Uh, I should be one of the happiest men in the world right now. I have an absolutely beautiful girlfriend who I do anything who I do anything for. Him. About to buy my dream truck at 19. Have my own house. Wow, good job. Uh, oh, and it says good job. Sorry. Uh, good. I have a good job, but I'm not happy at all. The only time I'm at peace and, and the voices in my head are quiet. Quiet is when I'm under the hood of something with a motor, or most importantly, with her. I want to just open up and tell tell her everything, but I just can't. I think I love her, but at the same time, I feel like I'm the only one putting in effort, but she's as damaged as I am, and I don't care what happens to me. I just want her to be happy, and I do anything to make it happen, even if I destroy myself in the process. So, I mean, you answered, you kind of answered my question at the very end, you know, what's going on here. Um, you're you're only thinking about how she, and, and once again, that's not the worst thing, right? That's not the worst thing, especially if we're th talking about a marriage, but you're, she's just your girlfriend right now. Um, if you want to take that, that second leap, well, that is, that takes a commitment from both of you, because when you get married, that means she is devoting herself to you and you're devoting yourself to her, right? You've decided to become her protector, her, her provider, her, um, 
once again, when we talk about protector and provider, it doesn't mean that the girl can't make more than you. It doesn't mean anything like that, right? Um, it just means that you're the leader of the household. Now, with the woman, right? And, you know, this might get me in some trouble here, but um, is she is she submissive to you? Is she submissive to you? And and people look at that as a very, um, like, a very old term or something like that. All I mean by that is she is she is she um, willing to take to to let you take the lead, right? Because um, if you have two people, just like I'll give you an example, right? It's like the idea of having too many cooks in the kitchen. There's just too much going on. We need one. We need one to figure out what's going on with the whole family situation, right? Um, so you know you you should ask yourself like does she? Uh, and, and this is a great thing, and a lot of people in my church do this. They take inventory of well, we just talked about taking inventory, but do a pros and cons list of what the rest of your life would look like with this girl. Um, you know, does she, you know, is she not putting it uh, up? In, is she not putting in enough effort in the relationship? Then put, uh, then put that as a con, right? Um, she's beautiful. That's a pro. She, uh, you know, you feel comfortable. You don't feel comfortable enough to tell her about your problems. That might be a con. Um, so yeah, I would a find a community of guys around you that you could talk about this with. And B, um, you know, really take take stock, like uh, do a pros and cons list, figure out if this is the girl for you. But ultimately, I mean, it sounds like you're doing you're doing pretty well with everything. And um, but I also would say, hey, don't let don't let that um, don't make that uh, that mistake that a lot of people make when they're really successful. Right. Oh, my problems don't even matter. Or, you know, I'm, I'm too rich to, to feel depressed. And I don't mean that as a narcissistic way. Like you feel guilty about it, right? Like, oh, I shouldn't feel depressed right now because there are people in Africa doing. Don't don't do that. Look at your problems individually. Like, fr- uh, uh, isolate them. You know, around you. Like, what is it that you're feeling? Because ultimately, you're the one feeling it, right? So your your body's telling you something's wrong. Then then figure out what is wrong, and then kind of go from there. Okay. So don't don't look at all this other stuff. Like, I don't don't say that I should be one of the happiest men in the world. I got this. I got this. That's fine if you take inventory of that. That's totally fine. And I don't want to. Uh, take away that that's also a very good skill like i just did it today where i was looking at myself like wow i'm so thankful but being thankful for what you have and feeling guilty about what you have despite the way you feel is are two completely different things so be thankful for what you have and deal with your problems so that you can be thank so that you continue to be thankful for the things that you have Anyway, guys, I ran a little bit uh, uh, over, so I'm going to rush over to church. But thank you guys so much for listening to the uh, Mental Health Casual podcast. Uh, Remember, once again, guys, uh, in the uh, info box down below, you can check out all things casual at the link tree. Also, um, you can always email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Once again, the men's mental health subreddit will be in the info box as well. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.